watch this week's Devil the Detail podcast. I'm Rob Paxton, and I'm here talking all things. So for a Devil's Drum the show this week, as ever, we've got Paul Parkin. How have you been, Parkin? Uh, building up for yeah. France, obviously. Most of the Reds will be listening to this on the way, or in the South France listening uh, to us and enjoying the sunshine over Yeah, it's been a busy week personally, but I, I've got to say I'm really jealous. Yeah. Really je- I put I put a post on uh, social media at the start of the week saying this is the week where I try and avoid social media as much as I can because you start seeing people at the airport and then mm. they get there and they're in the sun and it's where you want to be in it. Unfortunately, not this year. But no, I, I just hope everybody out there has a, has a good time. It looks like we've travelled in decent numbers as well. It's, it's always a bit of fun, isn't it? Whether you're in Lorette or going straight to Perpignan or wherever you're staying. So it's a great trip. Some of you, I, I'd advise any fancy to at least do once. So I hope you all have good fun and uh, yeah, get get something out of it. Whether it's two points or a sun, Sam, one or the other. <laughs> or oh, both would be good. If we could oh, get both, both, that'd be even better. Yeah. Yeah, it's no, it's it's a it's a great weekend for everybody, and it's different, isn't it? As much as we're all dying to all rugby league fans, as much as you might want to go to Weldon Road or Bellevue, I think the south of France just outdoes it, doesn't it? A little bit, yeah. Um, yeah, going out there to the sunshine and and throwing in some rugby. I don't know what more you could ask for. Yeah, sunshine through a few beers with your mates. Obviously, I'd be taking my son now. So it wouldn't be like yeah. that kind of holiday. Yeah. And I think me sat in a pub for like nine hours a day, I don't know what he gets out of that, really. So that's why yeah. we're yeah. in probably discussions on how we're going to make it more fun for him and me at the same time. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, whether you go to Lorette or, or Perpignan, there's, there's beaches and there's lots, there's mm. lots to do. I mean, Perpignan probably, maybe more so because of it being a, a kind of city and there's, there's stuff going on, but... I mean, Loretti's, it is good fun. You can do what you do at any seaside, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. And he, he'd love it. And then you get that day. It's just that travel to the to the game and back that might be a bit of a bit of a bind. But other than that, it is a great trip. And I wish I was out there. It's just like I say, even today, seeing everyone going to the airports and having a pint first thing. I mean, it's not for me anymore, like yourself. But it's the thought of going out there and watching them. And no matter, I know we'll talk about it. It's been a big week. And no matter what, there's always something to talk about. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting weekend. Yeah, it's more the stories off the field and the, the on the field than when you got a Perpignan. That's the yeah. the fun of the, fun yeah. of the fair. Yeah, we had a few of them, but uh, them days have gone now. So we they have. Talk about sensible, sensible adults now, Parker. That's what we are. I, I won't go that far, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're, we're adults apparently by age. <laughs> yeah, this week I've had a, I had a bit of a scare this week, Parker. To be fair, I was doing me a, a podcast admin, checking the stats, making sure how the listeners are doing and where they're listening and when they're listening and how they're listening. Things that helps us organise when we're going to put out the podcast and things like that. And I clicked on our providers' stats to show sort of how many listeners we've had and downloads we've had in the last. It was, it was total right ever, and we'd we'd lost one hundred and fifty thousand listens. I know. I pulled that face as well, and I went as white as a sheet because I thought I felt sick. So I rang, I rang the people and said, "I think you've made a mistake here." And they said, "Yeah, our systems are down. Don't worry about it." And I was like, "Come off the phone like that." My heart was in my, my mouth. I thought, "No way." Well, I've always had a big lie, but it, luckily now it's all back and fixed again. Obviously, we do thank our listeners for sitting and listening to us every week. We really enjoy doing it. You really enjoy listening to it by all accounts. So it's a, a great thing to do. Yeah. God, we're losing losing people like that. We should be running for government. Yeah, <laughs> that kind of thing. No, that's that's a relief. It's good to know that people are still listening and tuning yeah. in. We're not just talking to ourselves. True. Although I'm sure sometimes people wish that we would. But like you just said, there, it's great that people do. And I hope 
this weekend they get a chance while they're sat around the pool having a having a little beer or whatever in the sunshine and get a chance to listen to us and agree or disagree, whichever it is, but just, just let us know one way or the other. Yeah. I just hope you enjoy it. Yeah. So basically this pop-up podcast, we're going to look forward to the Catalan game. But for that, Parky, though, you've you got your hands on the, the new book by Guy Graham Morris and you've got created a little game for, for me to play. Yeah, just a bit of fun, just to liven things up maybe a little bit. Now, I know we've done this kind of thing before. Yeah. Uh, done a slight twist on it this time. And there's two separate sections. So I thought Mr. Whiteside would have been with us this evening, obviously, yeah, and get his, get his sun cream ready or whatever he's doing. Uh, so you've got a choice. Okay. okay. Now, what I've gone for here is a South Sea extravaganza. So okay. players who are either from New Zealand, Samoa, wherever. Right. And there's two categories, and you get to choose which one. I'll save the other one. Okay. You can go for who played the most times for us. All right. Or who scored the most tries for us. I think I'll go... I think I'll go tries... Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Probably probably a little bit easier. Maybe. Hopefully. (laughs) But then but then maybe not. I mean you have to know you have to know the stats, don't you? It's true. So So let me get this right. So South South Sea Islanders. So New Zealand, Samoa, Tonga, Fiji. Place like Yeah. Okay. Now I did have a tiebreaker, but you're not gonna need that. Because there's only you, so you're not going to lose. Um, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> so there's five. I've got five. Cha- well, choices. Ten players. Okay. So I'm going to start with who scored the most tries for Salford in their spell between Francis Melly, man on the telly, yeah. and Randy Chase. To get to give you a clue. Go on. Francis Melly played 18 times for Salford. Now, I'm not going to tell you how many times Rangi played, but that's just to give you a clue. Right. So, my thought process on that is Francis Melly, I think, played about maybe a season. If that Rangi Chase played a couple of seasons, but Rangi Chase wasn't particularly prolific, I don't think. So, I'm going to go Melly as, a, as in more tries than Rangi. No. You're joking. You're, strangely enough, Rangi Chase scored 15. Right. Francis Melly scored 14. <sighs> but oddly enough, Rangi, like you said there, Rangi played 42 times. Yeah. Whereas Francis only played 18 and scored 14 tries. Mm. I mean, that's some record. That's yeah, yeah. I, I probably spent all that time slagging him off. So <laughs> he wasn't that bad. So that's that's one down. So that's nil from okay. one. <laughs> yeah. Next one. Go on. Willie Talau. Talau. Or Grievian. Viane. Great, Viane v Talau. Talau was now, a bit injured for me. Um, yeah. Viane played more games, so I'm thinking Viane scored more tries than Talau. Not from two. <sighs> Worse. The, the the really sad part of this is that neither player scored more than five tries. You're joking. Willie Talau mm. scored four, and Gray right. scored two. Wow. Yeah, he wasn't great, was he? Let's no, he go. wasn't. He didn't play but... that many times, oddly enough. He did play half as many times as you'd think. How many did yeah. Talau play? 25. 25 in how many years? Two. Ish, but like you say, he spent most of the time injured, yeah. so it didn't really matter. Mm. But anyway. Okay. Anyway. Here's another one. Tough one. <laughs> Batasini. Batasini, yeah. Or Christian Inu. 
try we're talking tries here, aren't we? Tries. Super League tries. Tries. False I'm thinking <sighs> Fancini was quite prolific, but I don't think he was like like amongst our top try scorers. It was more about the way he ran the ball in and all his energy. While Chris Ninu did score quite a few for us along the way. So I'm thinking okay. Ninu. Not from three. Oh, it's getting worse. Uh, oh, no. Fatter scored 28. Right. And Inu scored 24. <sighs> but obviously, Inu kicked about 7,000 goals. So yeah. It can cloud the judgment. And strangely enough, Fatter played 58 times. Right. And Inu played 52. Mm. So it's going to be close. Okay. So. When you said yeah. I wouldn't lose because I'm fighting against myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you've not lost, have you? Does it just two. Okay. Uh, next one. Go on. Ben Murdoch Masilla. Mm-hmm. Or Peter Edwards. Edwards. Mm. Right. So let's think about this. Peter Edwards was was kind of a, a pivot in our line in the hooking role. And then it's middle was second row, running wide, running over people. Went to Warrington. Edwards was ours. How long was he there at Salford for? Three, four, three, four years? I oh, easily, yeah. Yeah, I'd say. So three, did, four, yeah, probably, probably three full seasons, easily. Mm, so did he score more tries than Ben Murray in his period of time? I'm thinking... I'm thinking Edwards. Yay! <laughs> well done, Bob. Yes. Yeah, uh, Benny scored 22 yeah. in 60. Right. Edwards scored 25 in 91. Yeah. Scored more. Because so, he yeah. played longer. Yeah. Right. Okay. Now, so at least, that proves at least I'm a soft fan, which is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely <laughs> And then this one is... This is this is close and it's oh. a good one. Sir Clifford Beverley. Yeah. Or Junior Sow. Now, Junior Sow was with us for a while, weren't he? Yes. Three or four yeah. years. Yeah. And he was probably clocking about 10, 12 tries a season. Because he was towards the top of our try scoring charts. Cliff Beverley scored something like was it forty nine tries in one season in the in the, in the champion in the championship? So did didn't, didn't play didn't score many in a Super League season the season after. So did Cliff Blev, did Cliff Beverly score sort of fifty plus? Did Fat Senior score enough? Uh, junior Scout score fifty in four years. Twelve, twelve. Okay, we'll go Junior Scout because he's consistent. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Cliff's record is, is tremendous as well. He only played 87 times. Yeah. I always felt like he played more, mm-hmm. but he scored 53 tries yeah, yeah. in 87. Junior, 142 games. Right. 59 tries. Right. So, but you think your logic was there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's, yeah. Yeah. So you've ended up with two, two out of four. Five. Two out of five. Yeah. Two out of five. But not bad. Not bad. Because they're not easy. If you don't know, you don't know, do you? No. So. Yeah, we can carry this on next week. Yeah. Fill a bit of space. Although, the way that this club's going at the moment, we may not have time. <laughs> but yeah, 
Yeah. We'll have Paul Whiteside back with us next week and we can have a have a rumble. Yeah. Good stuff that Parky, good stuff. So now we'll look forward to the Catalan game on uh, Saturday. It's time for the So, Salford Devils travel to the south of France to face Catalan Dragons. Parky, top of the league at the moment, the Dragons. We have just dropped out the six. Going to be a tough uh, contest for Paul Rowley's men. Uh, absolutely. I mean, it's always difficult going there, isn't it? The, so much to contend with, the travel. I know they have to do it every other week. I'm not making excuses, but the travel down there, the heat, their crowd is hostile and on, it's on top of you all the way through the game and on top of the referee, more importantly. They make it difficult, but they're a really good team, Catalan. Probably, in many ways, probably the strongest they've had. And they've had some really good teams, but I think as a team this time, rather than individuals, they're a really, really strong outfit. Well coached. They they just seem to have everything going on at the moment. And teams are falling around them. So this could actually be their their year, this. It's gonna be it's gonna be difficult. Our squad came out today and it's it's obviously not the strongest with so many players missing that it's it's going to be tricky, and I think I think they'll think they always won as well a little bit for this year at our gaff. A great game again. That that was that was a superb game. We did really well that day to to come through that in in tough circumstances. But with them being at home, the form they're in, we fell out of form a little bit. That's that's a big key. Something that Paul said to me last after the last game he's, when he was right that. It looks like confidence has drained a little bit. And that's one thing you need to get. If, if you've got confidence, you go into every game thinking you've got a chance. And and I thought at times against Lee, we looked we looked timid. We looked a bit afraid of making decisions and doing things that we normally do naturally. And that's a bit of a worry. If you go into a big team like, like Catalan, if you're not fully at it and you make any mistakes, they'll punish you. So it's going to be... It's going to be tough. Like you say, the heat's against us. The crowd will be against us. Their team being as good as it is. But at the same point, strange things happen when mm. you're down to the bare bones. We've been there before. We've seen Salford teams turn up against teams and you go, we've got no chance. I don't know why we're bothering. And then, lo and behold, you come away with points. But our record against Catalan's not actually that horrible. I think, I think overall, I think they just edge us. I don't know in the South of France if they'll have a better record, but Overall, we, we don't do too bad against them. And I think a lot of the time, I think our, our two styles will, will clash because they're both quite open and the ball stays alive a lot. And that's the way they like to play a bit of flair and, and we're the same. And So it could be quite an interesting tussle. I just wish we had a few more players, a few more bodies in, especially in the pack, to, to help us through. But missing Mark Sneed's going to be a massive blow. Yeah. Uh, I know Sneed is not in there. And, and Tim Lafay, who I believe is at home with his wife, who's... Who's going into labour or, or he's due any time, I believe. Obviously, what's happened away from pitch, which we can discuss in terms of other players, but Watkins and that kind of thing. It's going to be tough. Let's not make any bones about it. We're not in great form. We're going to a very, very tough place. But we could we you just gotta hold on to the hope. And that's that's the thing. And let's hope they just give it a crack. Yeah. It's like you say, it's a tough test. Lack of bodies, like you say, Lafay, Mark Sneed, Tyler Dupree, Ellis Longstaff, potentially King Bunny Ayawa after the news today, which we'll come on to in a moment. It's going to be a massive test, obviously, like you say, with the with the situation we've found, is it five on the spin we've, we've lost at the moment? We need to find a way to break the cycle. 
and last year we went to France and won, which was which is a, which is a thing. So that gives us hope. But like you said, twenty nine degrees heat on on the on the Saturday, it's, it's going to be sort of you got have thoughts and prayers for the likes of Almond Ride and Greenwood and Helliwell and Stone and Partington. They're going to be after doing that the hard work, aren't they? In that middle section, in that heat, it's going to have to be really. It's going to be about managing their time, I think, against a big sort of Catalan forward pack so it's going to be an interesting situation which Paul Rally finds himself in with this you know squad that is down to its bare bones through injury and other circumstances yeah I think you're right there I think the rotating of the four which is going to be critical and and we haven't got bodies to bring in that's mm. that's the issue we've got so it's going to be interesting to see how he goes as a lineup we're going to have to be mobile because we're not we're not going to be big enough they they've got a big pack as well they've got some really big strong forwards and a lot of talent in there a lot of guile and then you look at their back line. And I don't think Morg's in the squad this week, is he? He's, he's a great young kid. He's, mm. he's a superb player. But even Sam Tompkins, he, he can tear a team apart in, in, in the blink of an eye. They've got two of the best wingers, certainly two of the best English wingers going around in Johnston and Davies. Brilliant. Their whole team at the moment just seems to be, I don't know, it looks brightening on paper. I'm yeah. probably... Like I say, probably the strongest that they've had as a team. But we've just got to just got to go out there and give it our best shot and, and not be afraid of, of expressing what we do and how we play. And if we come off with a a hiding, which it is possible, then that's what happens. It, there's no point us going out there and giving up before we started. Going out with a, a negative, we've got no players, we can't do this, we can't do that. Just go out and play your stuff, throw the ball about. If it comes off, it comes off. This is a tough week against a very tough team. And, and I, I don't suspect even the most optimistic Salford fans going out there thinking, well, come on with two points this week. We're all hoping. But if we do get anything out of the game, or oh, we put in a performance where mm. the, the fans over there can clap them off at the end of the game and say, thank you for your efforts. That's that's going to be enough to build for the rest of the season. Yeah. Wakefield away, we had a bit of a scratch team that day, didn't we? And Paul Rowlett, after after the match spoke to me and he, he said that he's he tried to make the game plan as simple as possible because of the situation we found himself in with all the, the absentees. I think it's going to be a similar situation against Catalan. I think they'll probably just say, let's just kick the ball dead. Let's just slow it down. Let's not play fast because in that heat, you're not be able, you're going to have to measure, measure your enthusiasm your energy levels because if you come out like a like a like a hare you're going to be burnt out in 20 minutes and then in that heat in their own backyard in the south of france without a crowd as well you're going to be in a whole world of pain shortly aren't you so it'll be interesting to see how sort of poor Allen manages that obviously look at the squad obviously with the possibility of king v not being there we're down to our bare bones anyway and looking at the the subs bench you put you're going to have to put williams and bora and as as two as the of the four, so that you're really going to be playing with two forwards, really, which makes it even worse and even more difficult for for our pack. Yeah, it's not. I mean, the, the one thing we said most of the year is the versatility of the squad that we've got a load of players who can play in, in other positions, mm. and even that's been tested now. Even that we can't use that as a as a thing. We can have you've got Callum Watkins in the squad, who uh, not in this squad, but in the squad in general, who you could always move to. A centre, if you had to, because he's an international class centre, but he's back row these days. You've got players who we can move about, and unfortunately, that's because we are down to bare bones. That's out the window. So now we're we're just throwing players in to make a team. But what we've got, I do think we have to remember is we do still have Ryan Bryan, we do still have uh, Brody Croft, Andy Ackers, Ollie Partington. 
There is Chris Atkin. There is still talent in that team, Kenny Seo. But we've got players there who are a threat anyway. We, mm. we don't suddenly just forget that we've got good players. It's just the fact that there'll be not, not enough rotation in the forwards, I think. I think our backline still, even if Matty Costello was coming into the, the backline or we shuffle it about and Williams comes in on the wing or, or whatever we have to do, he's still a decent, decent backline yeah. that different to what we would expect. And the halfbacks of Atkin and Croft, I, I don't have a problem. None at all. It's just that the limited amount of number of changes we're going to be able to make during the game when them players do get tired and that's where we'll get exploited. And uh, again... It's how you manage that. I know Paul Rowley does that. And he must be, he's probably been lying awake all week going, I don't know how we're going to do this. There's going to be some juggling going on. But again, like I say, sometimes it can surprise you and a player will crop up in a position that they're not used to and have an absolute wilder. Mm. And the trouble is then you start thinking, oh, he can play there. He can't. He's done it once. Let's not get carried away. But we've seen it and there's no reason why they, why they won't do it again. And I'm sure every player that puts a shirt on this week is going to go, I'm taking this chance. While these players aren't here, this is my chance now. Yeah, you said Paul Rowley was probably laying in bed all week wondering how he was going to do it. He's probably laying in a hotel bed uh, tonight uh, wondering how he's going to do it after the news broke from Matthew Shaw from the Examiner. It says that King Bunny IR was, he says, refused entry to France. So that's a disappointment. Obviously, one more player down. We don't know whether that's true or not. Um, the club haven't confirmed anything at the moment. We're recording this uh, Thursday night. Um, but I'm sure we'll, we'll, get, we'll find out when they when they announce the team on Saturday, yeah, if that's I mean, if that is the case, Matthew Matthew's got a record of, of, of picking out bad bits about Salford and not always being correct. So I'm not 100 percent about yeah. that. But as it stands, if it is true, that's really not good enough. We we can't have players. We only travel abroad once a year. This has all got to be done. It should be ready, and we we should know who's playing, and who's not, and who can go and who can't. I don't, we don't know the circumstances. Clearly, mm -hmm. we, we're not privy to that. And the club will shed some light on it if there's any truth to the fact. And it, but it will be a massive blow because I think King's been in great form recently. He's been our real go-forward prop. And as we've said, being down in numbers, that's not great. We brought in a, we, we've made an exchange this week in many ways, one yeah. foot for one, but he, he's not there either or certainly wasn't listed in the squad. I don't know. I don't know what, what can happen, whether he can be flown out there or not. So, <laughs> but at the same point, it's, that's a very, very disappointing uh, sort of a bit of news, really, about King in, in both ways. In, in the fact that he can't play, he's going to be a loss. And the fact that this oversight has been allowed to happen, he's, he's, it's very disappointing. Yeah. Well, like we said before, no confirmation from the club. We're only going off what he said yeah. in his press, yeah. in his story. And uh, he's, he's, he's all right. He's, he's only doing his job. For, for me we're reporting on what's happened I'm sure we will get to the bottom of it sooner or later so looking at the Catalan Dragons Tom Johnson good player mm -hmm. Sam Tompkins Mickey McAlorum they're not top of league for no reason are they Parker no, no well, like I said I mean you mentioned Mickey Mac there he's he's not everybody's favourite and he's certainly spicy I'll give him that and yeah. the battle between him and Andy Ackers would be superb mm. and obviously Sam here has got to come on and do his bit but I think he's just signed a new one year deal and all Mickey, so he'll be full of beans this week. Then play, I mean, then wingers are super, really. Are. You give you give Johnson a, a, an inch, and he's going to go. He's try scoring. He's he's phenomenal. If he stays fit, he's he's got to be for me. He's got to be in that England squad whenever we get to play again. And we're quite fortunate at the moment. We do have some really really good wingers in in the English game. 
but he's he's right up there. If he stays fit, he's as good as any winger out there. But they've got they have got craft and, and guy on that. Their overseas players this year have been really good. They often go out and make big big name signings, and it, they don't always work. They get sent home, or they just they I don't know if they see it as a bit of a holiday in the south of France, but. Going back to sort of Stacey Jones, who was an absolute phenomenon for a brilliant, world-class player, then they, they, they've had a few where you've gone, eh, and that's where they slumped and they struggle a little bit. But this year, I think they've got it right, got the recruitment right. They've got a good blend of, of local French lads in there as well. I know they're losing Goudimont, who, who is a player, I think he's going to Leeds, who's a player I really like. He, he does some damage and some work. So they're losing him at the end of the year, but they'll replace him with somebody else. But it's good to see at last that some French players are hitting them heights because that's what we wanted 10 years ago, 15 years ago. And hopefully they can they can do that. Like, say, Arthur Marg, he's, he's a player who's not playing this week, but he's another really good player. So they have got talent all across the park. And that's why they are where they are. You don't get to be top of Super League if, if you're, not, you're not good players. It's as simple as that because you will get found out through the year. And as it goes so far, they haven't been. No, I mean, their, their performance against Saints the other week, well, that was proper backs to the wall at times, real grit, real determination. They proved that they can travel over here now because that was always a big issue. Yeah. But at home, they're a different beast and it's it's going to be so, so difficult to, to get over them. But we've just got to, like I say, we've got to stay positive and, and when we get a chance, take it because that's been the problem against Leeds and Lee in the last few weeks. We haven't done that. Hmm. And obviously, to grow the game, you need a strong Catalan, you need a strong Toulouse, you need teams that are outside the uh, the homeland, we'll call it, yeah. to, to be competing. And yeah, they started quite badly, they got better, got badly again, and now they're back on a roll again, which kind of proves they've, test, they've stood the test of time, haven't they, as a, as a rugby league yeah. club, so that's that's good as well. So, prediction time, Parker. Thought uh, predictions. I think I think it's going to be tough to score points for us. I really do. Despite the way we do play, we've been we struggled a little bit recently with ball control, and and their defense is really going to be really strong. So that that's going to be an issue. And keeping them out set after set of defense. If we keep doing what we've been doing recently, in that heat with with the the lack of players, it could be it could be quite a struggle. I, I can't see us getting anything out of it. Unfortunately, I think this is one step too far for us. I, I hate saying that and I hate feeling like that, but I've got to be sensible. I, I've got to give my honest opinion. And I think I think probably Catalan 42, Salford 10. 42, 10. Yeah. Ever the optimist, me, Parker. I yeah. think back to the wall, sun beats down, the sun makes in, mad dogs out of Englishmen, things like that. I think that's the quote. It could it could rise to the challenge. Um I'm thinking Catalan 10, Salford 22. 22-10, seal with the brace. There we go. Well, either, the one thing we've got to do is start well. Yeah. If they get on top early, it's going to be a very, very long afternoon and, mm. and we can't afford that. The one thing we don't want to be doing is what we have done recently is putting ourselves under pressure, yeah. making ourselves defend Let's go down, like you said, let's get down there, kick, kick the ball out of play, get it in there, get, just get out of our half, because that's mm. something we just don't do. If we, can, if we can do that, we've got half a chance. Yeah. Game management, that's what it is. You've got to yeah. play and keep them down there 
and not give away silly penalties and not be lazy. Paul Paul Rowley talked about smarts and, and players not wanting to do the ugly stuff. And this game is the is the ugly stuff in that heat with Catalan Dragons being top of the league. Character building this. This is where you see if your players have got it or not character wise. Well, if we like you said, if we're going to give them sets of six constantly by doing stupid things, lying on, keeping your hand on the ball, there was an incident last week where one of our players kept his hand in and yeah. then swing a, a dig. That's what the opposition want you to do. Don't be stupid. Don't do that. Just keep your head. And it, again, with the heat, that'll be difficult in the in that kind of them conditions. Their forwards will rough us up. They'll give it us big time. And it is about just using your smarts a little bit. And, and getting your kicking game right, and obviously we haven't got Mark Snead, which is a which is a blow, but we've still got two very talented halfbacks uh-huh. and a really really good hooker. So just get us around the park, do as try and do as little defensive work as you possibly can, and I don't mean that by don't defend, <laughs> you know, just just don't put yourselves under pressure, put them under the, put them under the pressure, make them do the work, make them bring the ball from their line, and and just just hope for the best. Hope hope they have an off day. Yeah, imagine that in the team meeting after. Parky said, don't tackle. <laughs> <laughs> if they're listening to me, they're in bigger trouble than we think they are. <laughs> yeah. So that's the end of this uh, pop-up podcast. I hope all the Reds in, in, in Perpignan are having a great time in the sun and in the bars and hope you're behaving responsibly um, and enjoying enjoying the day. Yeah, have, have, have a blast, everyone. Please just remember, though, while you're out there, you're representing us. Yeah. So don't do anything stupid. But no, enjoy the time. Have a drink for me, and and we'll we'll see you all back at, at Saints next week. Yeah. Paul's uh, swap for keeping Britain warm to trying to keep France warmer this weekend. <laughs> so we'll see how that plays out next week. It's a hard life, isn't it? It is. It's a hard life. <laughs> so that's the end of this uh, podcast. Big thanks for for joining us, and we'll see you soon for more Sulfur Devils chat. Ha, 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 ha.